Thanks for joining us. This is Leading Life Together. group of husbands, dads, and we even have one grandpa. And we're certainly not all the same, but we do share one thing, and that is the love of God. Join us as we talk about leading life together. I will climb from this valley low. I will go to where the water flows. I will seek to find the light that heaven holds. That was our buddy Channing Stockman. Thanks a lot, man, for letting us use that tune. That was Valley Low off his album Kingdom. Go find the band on Facebook. That's Channing Stockman Music right there on Facebook. Also, buy a track on iTunes. This one right here is pretty awesome. Okay, here we are leading life together and sitting down with just uh, Craig and I today. And we're going to be kind of talking. We're, we've been going through this, uh, what I've been calling a series, uh, talking about rules. And what we're trying to say is that that – there are some perceived rules within the community um, that that the church has these rules, and either the church doesn't want me there because of this rule, or I shouldn't feel like I need to go to church, or I wouldn't be accepted there because I break, quote-unquote, break this rule. I actually did the quotes that time, Craig. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm impressed that <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing in on you. <laughs> Craig's going to—we're going to be talking about uh, um, swearing. And I think that's a big one. And Craig's got a, a verse to start out with. What do you got there, Craig? So in Exodus 22, verse 28, it says, Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. And to basically to, to blaspheme is to... You're, you're just totally being disrespectful to, to God in the most obscene way that you can. That's the simplest way to put it. It'd be like when somebody says, Your mom, That that's like the rudest deepest cut that you as a kid could take is when they're blaming your mom or cutting on your mom. So think of it in that context. So when you're using blaspheme, you're doing the harshest cut that you can to God. Repeat that, that verse again. Exodus 22, verse 28, do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Okay. I just wanted to hear it again after you said that. So Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, I'm kind of thinking that where the way I looked at this was where we kind of just decided this on the fly that we're going to talk about swear words because it is a, it is kind of a big topic. Um, what I immediately go to in my head is thinking, well, where's the cutoff line? Like, so right. if there is this perceived rule, uh, you, you know, I can't say the S word, I can't say the F word, or maybe, you know, but, but where then, okay, can I, obviously you can say hell in church because there is a hell, right? So uh, what do you think about that, Greg? I, I think it's more of the heart behind it. When you're talking about hell from church, you're talking about an actual place or, or, or a destination, for, sadly, for some, versus using it in a profane connotation that you would have to, you're using it as a swear. So when somebody uses it as a place or if they drop the F word, that would ask me, okay, what is my heart saying? Because scripture teaches that out of the heart, so does the mouth speak, right? Because everything that we do originates in our heart and gets to our minds and then it cultivates and then we bring it to reality because that's where God speaks. So if I'm getting really frustrated and I'm so angry because I couldn't get something to go together on my car and I am just cussing up a storm, what am I really angry at? 
And why am I using those words to express my anger versus any other words? In some ways, it makes me feel uneducated that I can't come up with a better way to express my frustration. And that's not a cut on anybody because we all are human. I've had moments where I've slipped. I'm sure you have, as have the rest of the guys. Has everybody that's listening. But the thing is, is that it's, it's out of the heart. So if you see it and it makes you, when it comes out and you're like, man, that makes me feel really uncomfortable, you might want to look at that a little bit further and examine your heart so you can see what your motivations are behind that. Yeah, I like that. So, so basically, yeah, if it feels bad to you, then that's probably gone too far. Right. And, and I remember this as a kid. I remember thinking, gosh, I don't know, because, of, of course, you know, I, I don't know how your, your childhood was this way, but I had all these friends that would swear, and, of course, I knew I could never swear around my mom. So I had this really uh, you know, good knack for being able to, to swear a little bit around my friends, but then never around my mom, and I never broke that, ever. And, um, you know, until I became an adult and I was in my drinking phase and, you know, I'm sure it it slipped a bunch. But um, so I always had this thought in my head, like when I would come home and and I would think about that and and I would say, well, how come I can say, dang it? You know, well, I'm meaning the same thing. And and then that's kind of where that heart thing comes in. Maybe I should stop saying that because because really it's not the word. It's the heart, the feeling. Exactly. It's the heart behind it. It's uh that's kind of like a, what we used to call a, a candy-coated cuss word was, was what it was when, when I was growing up. So, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of Chevy trucks or Chevy anything. So if I were to bust my knuckles and I said Chevy, it's no different. <laughs> I about had this Ford car out here towed when I showed up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You can't, can't move awesome, okay? That thing's got to <laughs> stay. Uh, but, yeah, I, mean, I guess Ford could go that same way. Ah, Ford. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and so it, it doesn't matter what word you use because it's the heart behind it. It's just that those other words are so common in our society that that's what everybody uses. They just affiliate those as inappropriate words. It's in our media. It's in our movies. It's everywhere. Um, but you have to go back and examine the heart. That's the bottom line. So what do you what do you say to people that uh, that might think, um, well, I'm not ready to stop swearing. But, and I know that then I can't go to church. I, I think at that point I would say, you know what, let's worry about that later. Let's just start with the simple stuff. What do you believe? Because if you're believing that Christ is who he is and who he says he is, and that he's going to make that change in your life, then those things there that you're allowing to get hung up on right now are going to be nothing because he's going to have a bigger and better plan for you. So that part is just something of you that, You'd like to change. You just don't know how to change it. And maybe at the beginning, you don't want to change it, but that's okay because God's going to do some amazing things. There's things that I'm doing now that I would, I would have told you 10 years ago. There is no way that I would work with this group or this person or that or whatever because my heart wasn't ready. But I had to go through a lot of things and allow him to work through me before I could have those changes take place. Swearing is no different. So... We, you know, are you still going to have issues at, at times? Yeah, we all do. Like I said, we're all human, and I've had problems before with doing it, and there's still times where I do it now. It doesn't mean that I'm, you know, a great guy. It just I had a mistake. Well, it kind of goes with the saying that, I mean, nobody's perfect, right? Exactly. And, and that's that's really what it comes down to. We're all going to sin, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it happens. So we were talking about this in um, an episode that you weren't on, and I was talking to Pete, 
and we're saying how some of these like quote unquote rules, uh, some of them kind of feed off each other, mm -hmm. and that's really what happens a lot with just sin in general. Uh, but you know, you can imagine somebody that's out drinking or you know maybe smoking or whatever. And I'm not looking bad at anything of those. Hopefully, you've listened to those episodes. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, th if they're doing that. Maybe then they're going to swear on top of that or whatever. They, they all kind of feed off of each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, just like the opposite would be. If I'm wanting to reach out and help this kid, I'm going to want to reach out and help this veteran. I'm going to want to reach out and help this senior citizen. So the opposite is just as much true. What possesses your heart possesses your mind. So if you get your heart right, everything else falls in line. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Well, cool. Let's end with that. I mean, we didn't have a whole lot to talk about there. Uh, Do you have anything else to finish up with that? No, or? I think it's fantastic. Okay. It's it's a hard subject, and I think sometimes people, the rules that they think are there are rules that society has taught them or they're rules that they themselves have placed because they feel uncomfortable with change. Yeah, and that's funny because I was just listening to another podcast. Um, it's uh, it, it was about the... Uh, status quo bias and it's exactly what you're talking about right there you know you know, people that don't want to change and, and how many good things can come if you just get rid of that status quo bias and that's exactly what you're talking about yep good ending I will climb from this vibe.